I'm Laura Green. Welcome to the Sapphic Book Review Podcast, the show that brings you the best in sapphic fiction. Join me as I chat with authors, narrators, and friends who share my love for the genre. You will learn things you didn't know about your favorites and get some suggestions for your next read. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe. Welcome to the Sapphic Book Review Podcast. It's impossible for me to read a book from today's guest without blushing like a maniac and maybe fantasizing about a few of the characters, Althea and Amelia. TJ Dallas, welcome and thanks for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. You recently released The Plank Paradox, a romance novella under the pen name Taryn J. Dallas. For anyone who hasn't read it yet, tell them about Kenzie and Cole and why did you decide to write a romance as opposed to your usual erotica? So... Kenzie is a physics teacher and a cat lover, and Cole is a philosophy teacher and a dog lover. So they're sort of two opposites. And I just fancied writing something different because anyone that's read my stuff so far, I've written about eight books of erotica, and six of them are in a series as well. So I wanted to try like a standalone. That was one thing. Um, Maybe try and get some new readers, more romance readers, maybe a little bit. So yeah, it was just something different. Plus, it gave me a chance to write something completely different. Like, I've never written teachers before or (laughs) nerdy lesbians as well. They were fun. Yeah, it was just something different. I like doing different stuff, pushing the boat out and seeing what else I can write. I felt really smart reading this book, too. Got my physics, my philosophy. (laughs) I feel quite smart writing it. I'm looking at Wikipedia like, oh, yeah, that sounds clever. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. Is she a physicist? She could be. (laughs) Let's just tell everyone I'm a physicist. Let's go with that. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. No, I just, I actually find it quite fascinating, that sort of stuff. I don't understand it, but like how the universe works and how we think the ways that we do and all that sort of stuff, I do find it quite fascinating. So it was a really fun one to to research, actually. You've written two series, the Pride Trilogy and the Wrath Trilogy. I know you said that Harry is your favorite character from the Pride Trilogy, but who's your favorite of the four main characters from the Wrath books? So this is a tough one. Um, I think it's between Seth and Aster, so death or war. They were the first two that I really got to know, almost. So the first two characters that, that came to me anyway. I think I think Seth, maybe, um, because she obviously, if she plays death, she ferries souls across the River Styx to the underworld and to Hades. And when you, she's first introduced, she's quite unpalatable, for want of a better phrase. You know, she comes across as proper villain. But she's actually she's actually quite misunderstood. Her horse um, is called Pax, which is a shortened version of Pacifica Viteris, which actually means old and peaceful. So she much prefers ferrying the souls of people that have lived, you know, long and happy lives and, and that sort of things. And her mental illness as well, that was something that was quite interesting, I think, to write about because all my books are from different points of view. So all the characters, there's like 12 in total, <laughs> 12 points of view. <laughs> And there's quite a lot that happens in Seth's POV, but it's only in the sort of last book that it's revealed that other people can't actually see what Seth does because she's actually got schizophrenia. It's not a diagnosis or anything. She's had it for years and she's just stopped taking her medication. But I kind of wanted everyone to fall in love with her, you know, before sort of realising that and then just try and destigmatize it a little bit was what my hope was anyway. So I think I think maybe Seth. Yeah. But Aster's a close second. <laughs> for me, Seth is definitely my favourite. Yeah, yeah. Have we seen the last of Harry and the other seven deadly sins? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely like to write more on them. I think there'll definitely be another anthology. 
the good thing about being self-published is there's no deadline so you can just write whenever you feel inspired and I think you definitely need to do that with erotica as well you can't really force it or it just doesn't work so definitely another anthology I would like to do another trilogy but I don't know who it would be on if anybody I think it would either be sloth or greed but I'm not quite sure what would happen as yet so (laughs) check back with me in a year and we'll see where we are If you could collaborate with another author and write a story set in the Cardinal featuring that author's characters, who would you choose, which characters, and why? So I was having to think about this one last night, actually. It would be either Lexa Luthor and the Zodiac Pack, you know, Cal, Charlie, and the group there, or Ryan Fletcher. He's quite a new author to me, actually, and I've read the entire, it's called the Cricket Chronicles series. And it's like a sci-fi one, but there's there's so many characters in there that are just amazing. So they would be the other group. I think any sort of group of characters that have got good camaraderie, you know, they've got that sort of brotherhood or sisterhood or and they've got the banner between them and all that sort of thing. You know, they die for each other, those types of characters. Do you ever collaborate with another author? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Lex Luthor would be amazing. Anyone would be amazing, to be honest. <laughs> I would absolutely <laughs> do it with any. If anyone wants to hit me up, <laughs> you know where to find me. <laughs> Which of your couples is your favourite and why? Mm, I think it would be Harry and Althea. Because they've been together since the start. They're sort of the very first two that got together. So I sort of just love them. Special place in my heart for they two. I do like the triad with Amelia, Astor and Madison as well. That was quite a natural thing. I I don't know how that happened. But um, before (laughs) I know it, they're all just getting together. I'm like, okay, let's just do this. (laughs) So I quite like them. They're fun. I think for me, Harry and Althea, because, well, one, I'm kind of in love with Althea. <laughs> and I'm not, I wouldn't kick Harry out of bed either, obviously. <laughs> I don't think many people would. <laughs> but I'd kind of be freaked out that anyone could read my mind or my thoughts. That would be, mm. no one wants to know what I'm thinking. Mm. Nobody really wants to know what I'm thinking either, to be fair. Because sometimes but. there's nothing. It's just crickets. <laughs> Who's your favorite supporting character from one of your books? Lara in the Pride Trilogy. She was the glue that sort of held the whole Pride Trilogy together. And she was the first character that sort of came out of anywhere, really. In the Wrath Trilogy, I quite like Sterling, who was the blacksmith. She didn't get quite as much on-page time as I was hoping for, though. Ooh, a spin-off. That could be Ooh, fun. there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just a whole book on the blacksmith, like, making things. Oh, that'd be fascinating. Lots of muscles and sweat. <laughs> Don't we love that? (laughs) It's a bestseller right there. (laughs) Which of the seven Sin characters do you have the most in common with? Riley. (laughs) Love sleeping. Love hoodies. Hate creepy crawlies. (laughs) Laziest Sin. (laughs) Here I thought you were going to say Harry. I had her confidence, but I I just don't have her confidence. Or her abs. I would quite like her abs. (laughs) I wouldn't be disappointed with those either. Yeah, yeah. You have incredible character art available. Who's the artist? What items are available and where can they be found? So the artist that done all of mine, uh, you can see quite a lot on the back there, obviously. Forgot I'm not on camera for the actual recording, so nobody <laughs> else can see that, but you can see them. The artist's name is Charlie Uting. I found him on Reedsy and he's actually done 12 pieces of artwork for me. One of them nobody's ever seen because that's one of my wife. So <laughs> that one's not part of public viewing. Not that it's rude or anything. It's just, you know. <laughs> but yeah, he's um, on Instagram. He's called The Art of Charlie. He's really good. And he only told me recently that I was his second ever commission. What? You're joking. He was like, no, I never told my first person there was a commission either. <laughs> I was like, I can see why. 
Yeah, and he he done the artwork for the recent book cover as well for the Planck Paradox. He done the artwork for it. Oh yeah, excellent. And what was where... the last question? Oh, where can you get it? I've got <laughs> posters, postcards. Um, I can do signed posters. They're on my Square site and on Redbubble and T Public. You can get T-shirts, magnets, stickers. If anyone wants anything random, like I'm sure they can do like shower curtains and mini skirts. Like if anyone wants a, comp- a mini skirt. Yeah, <laughs> there's some really odd things on there. But if anyone wants an odd thing with the artwork, then just let me know. I can chuck it up there. No bother. I could just see me going out to the world in my Amelia miniskirt. Right. <laughs> Starting a whole new trend. Totally. Go to the mall and people would just stare. <laughs> You're from Scotland. What do you love about your country? And do you have any good Scottish slang I can use to impress my friends? Ooh, born and bred in Scotland. Love Scotland. Very patriotic, I think. Love the tartan, kilts, bagpipes. Don't like haggis, which is a bit odd. <laughs> yeah, not that tasty. Scotland's just lovely. It's um, full of beautiful landscapes that I don't think people really appreciate. Especially where we are. We're always like, oh, it's, there's nothing really going on and all this sort of thing. But as soon as you go sort of further north, there's some lovely places to visit. Um, and Edinburgh's amazing, of course. I think just sort of general stuff like... Um, we're quite lucky in a way that LGBT rights and same-sex marriage and, you know, all that sort of thing. It's not very, well, obviously I speak personally for myself here, but I've never had any issues with anybody. Everyone's so nice. Any Scottish slang for me? Scottish slang, okay. I mean, you've got the usual stuff, you know, like bra. So bra is nice. Well, that's bra. Banter, I don't know if you get, do you have banter in Missouri? No, I don't think so. No banter? We just have disappointment in Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of other words. I actually, um, I tried to use a Scottish word the other day and I actually had to sort of translate it because I couldn't think of what a proper English word was. It was glaket. I don't know if anyone's come across glaket, but I was like, what is that in actual like English? (laughs) And it's it's sort of like you get like a glaket look, you're a bit like, I still can't even think of what the actual word would be. (laughs) Your eyes are glazed over and you're just a bit meh. Yeah, like blank. Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. You and your wife, Danny, have been together for 13 years. What does she do that makes you laugh? She deadpans quite a lot, which is hilarious because it just catches me off guard. It's one of those ones where, you know, you don't have to sort of tell a joke or you know that somebody's going to be funny. Or just say something completely random and she'll just deadpan. And it'll just be so random that I just burst out laughing all the time. <laughs> you guys got married in New York, which is weird because you live in Scotland. We were actually going to, my best friend lives in Canada. So he lived in Ontario at the time. So we'd already booked a holiday to Ontario. And my pa was like, oh, do you fancy a drive to New York? Sure. Yeah, why not? And then we were just like, should we just get married? Like, let's just do it. And we just did it. So we got married in the, the Shakespeare Garden in Central Park. Oh, very nice. I got my wedding dress online as well, but it actually worked out quite well because my next door neighbour was a wedding dress maker. (laughs) So she totally altered it for me. But it was hilarious because the first time I actually properly met her, I'm half naked in her garage while she measures me. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) it's nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. (laughs) (laughs) So no, it was was a really small one, actually. It was just me and Danny, my best friend and his husband, of course, because they drove us there, and the officiant and a photographer who were actually married lesbian couple as well so it was just awesome. oh, very nice it was lovely yeah your social media is filled with pictures of your adorable dog toby how did he come into your life we'd always wanted a dog for ages but we used to live in like quite small rented accommodations so we couldn't have one 
And then as soon as we bought our house, it was about a month after that we sort of registered for like Springer Spaniel Rescue. And Toby was the first dog that we actually went to see. And we just fell in love with his little face and took him home that day. Now you can't get a moment's peace. <laughs> <laughs> he was the inspiration for Paradox too, wasn't he? Absolutely, yeah. Well, as I say, Paradox is more well-behaved. And I haven't trained Toby to bring me... Well, he can bring cans of juice, to be fair. He can't open the fridge or anything, but he carries a juice. He's like a little delivery boy. Lucy doesn't do anything. They just lays there. She needs to earn her keep. Neat treats. <laughs> she does dance for treats, which is very cute. Oh, okay. Well, that, that, that works, yeah. Describe your high school gothic outfit. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> it was quite bad. I had black boots. I had the big long leather jacket, you know, like Matrix style, down to the ankles sort nice. of leather jacket. A dog collar. There's an awful picture of me. Like, I think I went on a walk with my family and I'm just decked to the nines in misery. (laughs) (laughs) I cringe every time I see it. Like, I had big black eyeshadow and T-shirts with safety pins in and, like, the whole shebang. Oh, that sounds epic. That's great. (laughs) I'll let you continue believing that. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us something about you that might come as a surprise. So I wasn't sure on this one, actually. I had to ask Danny. I was like, what's something about me that might surprise people? And the only thing we could really come up with, I don't know if this will surprise people or not. I never went to college or university at all. And I didn't even get a good grade in English. I got like a C or something. (laughs) And now I'm sort of like nine books in and I'm like, (laughs) it's all working out quite well. So that was one thing that I thought about. And then what was the other thing? I've lived in Saudi Arabia. My dad used to be in the Navy. So we lived in Saudi Arabia for a while when I was younger. I was only about sort of six or something at the time. But yeah, I can't think, I can't really think of anything else. I've got tattoos, I've got four tattoos. Okay, see, that's not surprising though. Yeah, I didn't think it was. I couldn't think of anything else. I'm not that exciting really. Ah, <laughs> oh, please. You're totally mm. exciting. You were a high school gothic girl. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See? <laughs> there you go. TJ, thanks so much for joining me. It was great meeting you and I appreciate you taking time. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, and thanks again to TJ Dallas for joining me. To learn more about TJ, visit her website at tjdallas.home.blog. To support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash sapphiclaura, or join my Patreon at patreon.com slash sapphicbookreviewpod, where you can hear your favorite authors play Would You Rather. Here's a sample of this week's with TJ Dallas. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, happy reading. Would you rather be friends with Georgia or Lara? Georgia. <laughs> she would feed you. Yeah, absolutely. She's quite motherly. I, l- I love Georgia. She'd look after me. And you could totally just snuggle into her bosom if you were sad. Exactly. She would give really good hugs, wouldn't she? There's a lot of bosom there to nuzzle on. <laughs> oh, I love Georgia. She's quite special to me. Would you rather be the smartest person at the party or the funniest? Funniest. Me too. You can make people laugh, then you've done something right. <laughs> Yeah, because who wants to be the person who's walking around going, I'm so smart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everybody hates that asshole, but the funniest, everybody buys you drinks. Absolutely. So I'm probably the one in the corner talking to the dog. You probably are. And I'd be like, hey, who's that? I'm going to go make friends.